Hello everyone and welcome to the non-spoiler review for Zack Snyder's Justice League. I'm Joe Fricke, uh, one of the four co-creators of Movie Change Up, a uh, show where people, you know, go head-to-head -head pitching reboots of movies and with weird and crazy rules, but we're doing something a little different. We've never really done a non-spoiler uh, review before. We've done some commentaries, so just trying something out, trying to make some new comment or new content. Uh, I'm joined by uh, two of my other co-creators, uh, Tristan. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, were you, how are you feeling about Zack Snyder's Justice League going into it? Well, uh, I'm a big fan of Snyder's kind of universe here. Uh, I've been the big defender of this for a while. Uh, I went into this nervous because there's a lot kind of riding on this after so many years of build up after so much hype and so. At this point, the stakes are so high. Like this can make or break what Snyder was trying to do with his universe at some point. And at first, I was a little mixed on it, but by the end, I'm I'm coming out just excited to talk about it. I can't wait to hear what you guys think about it. But I, just, I went into it kind of nervous. I won't lie. All right, and uh, Bobby, same to you. Uh, what were your kind of thoughts going into it? I mean, we've had like yeah, a year uh... build up. Right. I mean, when the whole, you know, release the Snyder Cut thing was going on, I, I kind of, like, I followed it as, like, it, it was interesting, but I didn't care too much because I loved Man of Steel. Um, the theatrical version of Batman v Superman I found unwatchable, but I did like the ultimate cut, but it was still, like, wasn't necessarily the direction I would have liked to see them go. So I was intrigued going in because I like a lot of Zack Snyder's other work, but I wasn't, like, super pumped for it, but I was really interested. Um, and, uh, yeah. I'll get into what I think of it as we go. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. I really liked Man of Steel. Did not... I mean, I enjoyed the theatrical version of Batman v Superman, but, like, it, I didn't think it was that good. And then I I quite enjoyed, and I liked the, you know, the ultimate edition of Batman v Superman. And then, you know, the Justice League, as it's referred to, the theatrically released Josh Whedon-directed version of Justice League, I thought was just garbage i watched it once in theaters and then i'm like eh, maybe i just had a bad experience because i had a bunch of teenagers in my theater that were talking and walking around and so i watched it when it was on home video and i'm like nope this movie sucks and i have not <laughs> seen it since because it is very very bad yeah i didn't so. get into that in with me for me but i i thought the first one like the, the original justice league the justice league as, they, as you're saying um was it was like a Saturday morning cartoon that was terribly edited and like just kind of slopped together. Like I, I enjoyed some parts. I thought Superman coming back and that whole fight scene was really good and some other stuff like that. But there were some weird jokes thrown in. I didn't really like, I thought flash his like brunch through line. I thought it was really obnoxious and stuff like yeah. that. So I thought, and, and just overall I found Steppenwolf really bland. So that's what I didn't know if they could make him an interesting villain. Yeah. yeah, I'll bring up too that I was I was not a big fan of the original cut of this at all. <laughs> I was I loved Man of Steel. I really liked Batman and Superman. I think it had a lot of flaws, and I think Justice League the original cut tried to address those flaws and kind of compensated way too hard with a lot of things. And I think you can you can tell there's a very big mix of visions in that movie. So that was what I was more interested in of anything. So to see does his vision really come through in this cut? Is it that much different than the original cut? Just what can this really even be? compared to this conglomerate of a weird thing that the original movie was. Yeah. Yeah, the first one was very weird. Like looking back, it's like very obvious which one which scenes were Joss Whedon scenes in the original cut because it's like the whole brunch thing that Bobby was talking about very much felt like the whole shawarma thing 
and the original Avengers of just like a food reference that's all the way through that's used for comedic effect that is just like bad. In the post credit scene too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was just so much just so much bad in the original. Just and like this one had comedy and like some of them were like they basically took all of the comedic elements of this movie and put it into the Joss Whedon version and it somehow did not work in the Joss Whedon version but like for me every bit of comedy in the Snyder Cut I think worked I agree completely and I think part of it is that they intercut so much of um, Joss Whedon's humor within so it made most of the jokes fail because the timing just wasn't right Um, like the timing of the jokes in this of when they would pop up were more character based instead of like a quip a quippy based thing like the flash made some funny lines but he wasn't quipping about things and making random stuff it was just his character which was kind of quirky yeah basically like in the original justice league all of the characters had like quippy one-liners and were meant to be funny in the Zack snyder version it was really just the flash and aquaman and maybe like a little bit of cyborg I I don't not like you like that Batman line is was terrible yeah. in the in, in the. Yeah, we don't need Batman to be making jokes when you could be doing action scenes in the more. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to get too much into what he does in this movie, but he doesn't make nearly as many jokes as you would expect if you only watch the Justice cut. Yeah, yeah. There was only yeah. I don't want to say it because you know eventually we're gonna do a spoiler review and we can have all four of us and Johnny can be on. But there was only one Batman line in the whole movie that I did not like, and it's one that's very much towards the end. Hmm. I know what you're talking about, and that is the one line that that was very Snydery for sure. I'd say that I'm just like uh, I, I, I could have done without that, but yeah. Why don't we get like our overall thoughts, like yeah. just like what do you think of this? Like not really a grade, but I mean kind of an overall thing before we dig in a little bit. Yeah, for me overall, I think it's you know solid. It's, I was I was talking with uh, Tristan before you got on and before he went on air that I was hoping for, like, Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition, or, like, that's kind of where my expectations were, but I was hoping more for, like, Watchmen level, and I think Mm -hmm. ultimately it lied, like, just barely below the Ultimate Edition level for me. I I think part of that is the length, is, like, as I was watching it, I'm Mm -hmm. like, a lot of these scenes could, could be cut, and I don't feel like I'd really be missing much from this story. But, yeah, that's just me. Uh, Tristan, what about you? Uh, you know, I was expecting about maybe BVS level, maybe a little bit under that. I expected it to be kind of a kind of a mess, but just you know, work enough to see the vision of him come together and at least be better than the original cut of Justice League. Please give me just something better than that. And I'd say it was better than that. It, it really exceeded my expectations. I came out very, very impressed with it. And the more I thought about it over the last 24 hours, the more I've liked it. And I really have come around to think it's possibly. One of Snyder's best movies, at least of his DC uh, character movies. So I'm 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 liking it more and more. I can't wait to talk in detail, but I also can't wait to watch it again and kind of get more clear thoughts on it. So I'm 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 loving it. I can't wait to revisit it again and again and just learn more about it. Yeah, Bobby, what about you? So I was I was trying to bury uh, the lead a little bit of how. I felt about this, you know, in our group texts and everything. Um, so I ended up surprisingly watching this twice yesterday, Jesus four hours Christ. twice. Yes, um, I didn't mean to. I watched it once in the morning and I really liked it. I like I I really enjoyed it. It was long, but it didn't feel that long. 
And what I meant to do is watch it with Jen, my wife, and just in pieces. Like, okay, we're going to watch some tonight, some of this. And she locked into it and was really enjoying it. And when I put on the original Justice League a few months back, she tuned in and out and was like, this is really bad. Like, yeah. she doesn't really pay attention to movies. And she locked in, so we just kept watching it. Yeah. Um, so I love this movie, actually. It's my favorite Zack Snyder movie, I think, as of now. Oh, wow. Um, it's really it, – and I so I didn't expect to be the one to come out raving. I kind of expected Tristan to be – the one as we get into this that would you know kind of be all over it but i loved it it felt like other than a few Zack snyder moments which you're gonna get like i i loved as much as i can love a Zack snyder movie because i don't love some of his style choices yeah with slow-mo in certain moments when it didn't need to be and some a couple lines but i really really loved it and i could see myself re-watching this quite a bit more than most of his other movies oh wow yeah, for me, like, I feel like if they had trimmed this down to three hours, I would be, like, as hyped about it as you are. But for me, there was just too much of, like, this is nothing. Nothing is going to happen. Or it's, like, an introduction of something that goes nowhere. That, like, never They could have given on. me eight, and I would have been so happy with it. <laughs> they yeah. could have been, like, here's the 16-hour cut, and I would have been, like, okay, where's the rest? Right. And and not to get into spoilers, but they, like, they're, you know, everyone kind of saw they they he released kind of chapters and kind of kind of their title carded that way. The epilogue um, of this movie, I feel like is mostly set up to things that aren't probably going to happen now. So realistically, this movie is like three and a half hours. So you can chop it if you really want and get it to a two and a half to three hour movie and tell a good story and just not have any of the setup. Um, other than like maybe one shot to end it, I believe like to me, but I still enjoyed all that. And it makes me wish that I did see some of those things come to fruition, which I didn't quite think I was going to going into this. But um, yeah, I, I enjoyed this a lot. I didn't even like, like I felt like I didn't even want to take a bathroom break for most of it or anything. And I was just sitting there for four hours. So yeah, I watched, uh, I watched the first three hours, took an hour nap, woke up and I watched the final hour. That's how I finished it because i had only slept like five hours the night before so it wasn't like the movie like oh i'm too this movie's boring i need a break it was more like okay i want to stay up and watch this i just physically can't i believe after chapter i think it's five zach snyder has a 10 minute intermission the theatrical version of this (laughs) so instead of whatever comes out into theaters take a 10 minute break here so i followed his instructions (laughs) i took a break there i grabbed the snack and came back and and ran through the rest of it and i think timing wise that makes sense if i remember where that falls yeah. um kind of as you gear up to something but yeah. to me i was really impressed with i i liked a lot of the characters a lot more um i know Zack snyder's been saying forever that cyborg was the heart of the movie and i was yeah. like yeah, i'm sure he has more to do and he's fine but i really loved what they did with him and yeah. his kind of backstory they gave him and yeah. explanation there's there's a lot of moments in this that made me go why did they cut this yeah, in the there's theater? one very particular scene that i'm like if they have filmed this which i assume they did there is absolutely mm-hmm. zero reason to cut this, and I'm sure was was that with Wonder Woman or was no? That with... It was a scene. It, 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 I don't want to spoil. It was a scene outside of a bank. It was a scene outside of a bank. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Yes, I agree. I agree with that because there's a few of them. That's one. The moment that like everyone who saw the 2017 Justice League saw the opening Wonder Woman moment when she is uh, basically facing off against terrorists. There's a moment that ends that scene. And I'm like, that is like 15 to 30 seconds that you could have included that is just a good character beat yeah. and just like showing something that is kind of like an inspirational kind of moment. And I don't know why they did 
didn't include that. For sure. Yeah, there's a lot of small things like that. You can see when you watch the original cut, uh, I don't know what we consider spoilers even, because it, it, this does follow like it, structural I think if similarities I, I would say, to the original yeah, movie. If it's in the original, I think we can talk about it, I yeah. feel like, as yeah. long as we don't say they changed this, they, the timing yeah. is different with this or whatever. You yeah. know. Because what I love so much about this is that it didn't like completely structurally change the entire movie, because at that point I would be like, well, this is, how do you even compare these? But to me, it was like, it's that movie, but just done better. It's that movie with the, it's almost like it's a similar script from a better director or something like that. You're seeing the characters ironed out more. You're getting some more kind of individual themes to the characters. They're all having their kind of own arcs. They, especially Cyborg, you guys mentioned he's the heart of the movie, and Ray Fisher uh, was getting a lot of hype when he was cast, and there was a lot of excitement for him, and I was kind of let down in the original cut that he was in you know, a couple scenes. He had a few cool lines, but that was all he really got. And then that character in particular in this movie is a completely different character, practically. They give him so much to do and so much backstory. You can really see the hype around that character, around that actor, yeah. and I agree with Zach Sutter. He's the heart of the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's one thing I still don't understand, and if, if you've been seeing, like, the behind-the-scenes stuff, I guess for whatever reason, Ray Fisher has been against Cyborg saying Booyah, which is, like, especially if you watch the animated series, like, that character's, like, the Teen Titans yeah, animated I mean... series, that is that character's, like, catchphrase. There's a scene in the movie where he basically says, hell yeah, the same way he said Booyah, and I'm like... There was absolutely zero yeah. reason why he could not say booyah in right. this movie. And I was the, like, that's so, just the weirdest thing to hang your head on. Of like, he, he yeah. will not say booyah. I thought of that movie. exact same thing at probably that exact same moment. I was like, I understand why you don't want to like cartoonify the character that you take seriously. But there's a line where I was like, you almost could have just inserted booyah yeah. right here and it would have been the exact same thing. Yeah. Was it like yeah, in and... reply to Aquaman? Because that's the moment that it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, that was definitely something. But I, I think, um, and I've heard this explained. I don't want to go into, you know, as a white guy, too much race things, you know, with this. But it, there is a stereotype of that type of language, especially after, um, uh, oh, what's the name from ESPN uh, that dies? Stuart Scott. Oh, yeah. Um, that He kind of used Booyah and all that. but And he became popular for it. But then because of that, media started saying, well, that's how everyone who's black speaks. Oh, so I think I was that was associated his with, issue. I was associated, yeah. associated with, like, 90s, like, white surfer bro. So Right. Like, that's what I do, too. I didn't I didn't know that until I heard someone talk about it. I'm like, I didn't even, like, think yeah. about that at all yeah. of why I mean, I guess that. Issue. But, like, I've just never associated it with, like, specifically black people. Yeah. I've associated it with, like, surfer bros. Yeah, same here, for sure. But, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, no. I think a lot of the characters get a lot more depth and exploration than they did in the original. Obviously, there's a lot more time, but I really think there's just an improvement upon a lot of characters. So like what Wonder Woman got to do here, I think, especially the entire, at the beginning of the original cut, you see uh, Steppenwolf taking out the Amazonians. I think in this cut, it's a it's a much more exciting and thrilling scene. You're much more invested in the characters and the action. I think things like that kind of define this cut of scene where you see it in the original, but then it's just not, it's flowing through and this really gets you in the moment and lets you experience that moment. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's like, a lot of things in the action. Or you go ahead first, Joe. Well, I was just gonna say there's so many like scenes that compared to it's the same thing between the ultimate edition and like the theatrical cut of BBS and then this first like the Joss Whedon version of they just took scenes and expanded them out and flushed them out and made them actually like matter and feel important instead of just like hack them to, you know, fit a time constraint 
where there are so many scenes in like Justice League where it's just like why is this like what is going on why is this happening I don't feel connected to any of this just because it was just like yeah. scene 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 yeah and that's what I was going to get to is that there's a lot because it is extended but they didn't need to cut so much of what they did to make it two hours I think in the first one like you have a lot more small like character moments within fights that just make you connect to characters yeah. rather than just watching essentially a transformers fight like yeah. where it's just a bunch of noise and things clashing and like oh cool yeah. visuals or whatever but um there's moments in the wonder woman scene like that there's a ton of moments the whole the entire well i mean the third act big battle that existed in the justice league cut is very different um even though it has a similar kind of uh goal yeah and like flash gets something really cool to do there i really liked his moment in the third act i liked they kind of gave everyone something to do and they like um very like quietly like set it up too earlier in yeah the they did or er, multiple times especially watching it twice they they definitely set a lot of things up with dialogue and it's not on the nose like you don't know what they're setting up or anything yeah. like that but they you know it's like oh well okay he has this thing or whatever yeah that that comes to play later on um, it is very interesting to see scenes like that were in the original cut of this movie that you now see them presented here just slightly differently. And in, the, in that slight change, it gives so much depth to the character. Like Flash, we were talking about, has some scenes like that where we're just getting like slight extensions to small scenes he was in. And just those extra couple lines and the extra couple ways is enough to really add depth to the character. It makes you wonder, what was that two-hour line for? Like... <laughs> Yeah. 215 they could have had a better movie than they had just by adding these couple extra scenes yeah right like one of one of the few jokes that i found like was actually legitimately like funny in the justice league the original one was aquaman sitting on wonder woman's lasso yeah. i like it didn't fit it wouldn't have fit this movie but no. i thought that was funny but i would rather have what they gave a little small moment to him that they cut in the original which is him talking to flash after a big thing happens with victor um Oh, yeah. and mm -hmm. giving kind of Aquaman that it gives him a little bit more humanity because he is just kind of the awesome, you know, drink yeah. kind of, you know, quippy guy in Justice League because they cut a lot of his little character beats. Yeah, he's the um, guy who I imagine saying booyah. Like, yeah. if I picture who yeah. who's the type of people out there to say booyah, it's Aquaman. But another thing we sure. I, I, I forgot about earlier is we said that Batman really doesn't have any funny moments mm -hmm. in this movie. It's not true because they did keep his... I'm rich line from the original, yeah. which is the best line in the original. And it's why it's like the main focus. Yeah. of One of the first trailers. So many of the cool scenes from the original, like all the ones I remember being like, well, that scene at least was good. Well, that scene at least was good. And then all of those are just still here pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, well, everything I gave Whedon cre credit for was just actually in the Snyder cut the entire yeah. time. And everything I forgot about or didn't like is gone now. It's, it's, yeah. it's a fundamentally better yeah. version of that movie. Yeah. And sure. one thing I do want to mention is I really felt um the score uh the first movie i thought i, I liked the score because it was it was memorable because they kept calling back to older movies like they have the batman theme from 89 they uh, have a little hint of the original john williams um superman theme and that in there but for this one i felt the score and the way it's edited plays into the emotion of the movie a lot better and it's yeah. not distracting and they also, because of the Joss Whedon jokes, they cut the score a lot to make a joke and things like that. And just this, this just felt a lot smoother to me, um, even if yeah. it didn't have like a memorable big Justice League theme or something like that. Um, yeah, sure. I thought it was well done. Yeah, the only thing I I would say, like I really like the score too, but I feel like they went to like the Wonder Woman score 
a few too Couple. many times. Like she would take a step yeah. and it would start, and it's like, all right, let's <laughs> let's dial it back yeah. a little well, bit here. We get it. Well, because they kind of they, they gave her kind of a vocal theme that they mm -hmm. use a few times too. Um, so they switch between using that theme and her uh electric cello theme, mm -hmm. which is really cool from uh from her movie. Um, but yeah, that was a little bit overdone, but I like the theme, so it was fine. But yeah, I mean, that's just I, I like that they gave her that second yeah. extra theme because it really at least breaks up the one single riff they use for like the one Wonder Woman theme. I feel like when I watched Wonder Woman 1984 recently, it was like every time she walked around the corner, it would be like the one guitar riff from the song over and over and over and over. And it's like, okay, I think you can change it up a little bit. So at least this one had, had two themes for a lot of the characters. Best mm -hmm. I will say it's the best character theme of the 2010s hot take. Oh yeah, that's great. It is a great character theme. If you want to hear a song about character themes, we'll be oh, doing yeah. a Mountain Rushmore episode yeah. this week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta finish that. I'm uh, pretty close, but yeah. So I mean, it's hard to get into it without spoilers of why I loved a lot of things. But it's basically, other than Zack Snyder's not style taking me out of a few moments, like I don't. This isn't. If people care about this little spoiler, then I don't know what you're looking for. But I don't really need to see a poppy seed come off a hamburger in slow motion. You know, yeah. like things like that, where it's like that's just trying to be showy and like yeah. there was there was a, whatever. There was a like a bullet cartridge too that there was like it wasn't like yep. slowly falling importantly, it just kind of fell no. and then we, and we it focused it on twice. That. And it yeah. does it twice. Shoot, it happens and it cuts to something else that's happening and it cuts back to the yeah. same bullet falling again. Yeah, you see motion. it go leave the gun in slow yeah. motion. And then it cuts to something else, and then you see it fall to the ground in slow motion. And it's just see, as you guys yeah. are explaining it, I'm already loving it again because yeah. I was so in on this. It's very such a Zack Snyder movie. All the Zack Snyder isms you yeah. expect, like the extreme slow mo constantly, and a lot of the really dark color tones. Although not as dark quite as BVS was, but yeah, it feels like a Snyder movie. I was in on kind of the right of it. If you're gonna be a four hour like action blockbuster, give me some weird showy shots once in a while to like wake me up and. Yeah. Keep me I, I like it every once in a while it's just um and I, like i said i love this movie so it didn't take me out too much but there are things that i say oh i wish he did it this way or something like that with yeah. so just the way he uses slow motion especially when you have super powered characters i mean this is kind of similar to how it is in the original justice league as well but you use slow motion with all of them so it makes yeah. when you use it with characters with super speed not as special yeah. like i would rather solely be the flash has the super super slow-mo when he's going fast wonder woman is in as fast so you have like slow but maybe not quite as slow and it just shows her reaction time and things yeah. like that instead of every action scene with everyone having slow motion yeah because like i mean it's in the it's in the joss whedon cut as well so it's not that big of, and i think it might even have been in the trailer so it's not like that big of a spoiler but like it would have been awesome if the first one of the first uses of slow motion in the movie is when the Flash is running by Superman, and Superman, like, in slow motion, like, turns his mm -hmm. eyes and then turns his head. But at that point, half the movie had been in slow motion, so it wasn't as cool. Yeah. No, I, I agree, but it's, like, it still locked me, and I still really, really enjoy it. But it, at moments, it, it takes me to a way of kind of yeah. making fun of it in my head of, like, yeah. oh, that definitely didn't need to be slow motion. But yeah. um, still really, you know, the action I thought was great. I thought, uh, like... I didn't think you could make Steppenwolf a good villain, but even by introducing and people know that he's in the movie somehow as Darkseid as a character that exists and he's looming over everything. Yeah. Um, I think that and what they did to Steppenwolf's character to tie him to Darkseid just makes him at least have a motivation 
um, and not just a one note villain. And also, they, I don't know why they did this, but they had, um, I'm blanking on his name, but the actor who voiced uh, Steppenwolf go and re record his, Kieran Hines, he re recorded his dialogue in, in the original Justice League. If you go back and listen to him, he has like a evil British accent type thing yeah. that he's doing, um, and it's not as sinister. Yeah. I think that was a really bad choice because he is a lot more threatening uh, in this movie. Yeah. Um, so I don't really get having to go re-record all the exact same dialogue, but not as threatening. What's the worst Kieran Hines movie? Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance, or Justice League? It's definitely probably. Well, it's hard to say because yeah. half the Justice League is a good movie, but it's right. just presented wrong <laughs> yeah i'm gonna say ghost rider just because that's just kind of a mess of a whole thing at least yeah. there's memorable scenes in justice yeah. league which are in this one as well for the most part so yeah yeah I, all i know is i'm curious to see how the least uh, out of our the four of us on this show uh johnny who's not here is definitely the least um likely to like this movie he's not a very big Zack snyder fan what if he all, comes out and he's least. like 10 out of 10 Oh, it was amazing. I went be... back and I watched BBS masterpiece. Yeah. Perfect. It's like movie. I, wa I watched the Ultimate Edition. I was so wrong on that movie. Yeah. It's, you know, my favorite. <laughs> yeah, he refuses. To, he refuses to watch that, and I, I tell him like I actually enjoy that movie yeah. other than a couple like some scenes. Yeah, yeah that's why I don't. I'm I not feel gonna, like I'm not gonna I feel like that's why I have to talk about this movie. That was like you enjoy it except for like a couple of scenes. <laughs> so there's always gonna be like, a couple of scenes in a Snyder movie that don't necessarily work. I don't want to talk about them necessarily in a spoiler review, but. Mm -hmm. I feel like Johnny might come out with a similar take because I feel almost the same way about this as I did about BVS. It's great if you just ignore like a couple of things that are not great, <laughs> and whether or not you can look over those things is kind of going to define how you feel about this movie. Like Mira's yeah, I'd be curious Cockney to see... accent for no reason. Yeah, that I was going to say. There, Mira's accent's bad. There's a couple of um, side actors that I think are a little forced on their line delivery, but like overall, it doesn't bother me too mm -hmm. much. Joe, you are the most negative of people on this podcast, so I would like to get your take on like, what exactly. Are you saying in general or this episode? <laughs> well, on 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 this cut of this movie, what what do you hate? No, just about overall, you're just so. Negative, yeah, we, we just hate you pretty yeah. much. Yeah, um, I mean, why do you explain why you hate? Yeah, there's. I mean, it's hard to say without like fully going into spoilers, but I think a lot of it is, and I know this was like, I think the basically how your feelings on this is: Do you want to see Zach's fully realized? you know, version, or do you want to see the best movie that Zack Snyder could possibly make? And I feel like what we got was Zack Snyder's fully realized version, where I just feel like if they had pared this down to, you know, 315, this would have been the best possible version of this movie that they could make with the footage that they had. Because I just felt like we had, like, two Aquaman introductions, like, two Flash introductions, we had, like, two Wonder Woman introductions, we saw so much of cyborg early on that i felt like we could have kind of cut down i just felt especially like a lot of the first half of the movie there's a lot you could have cut down on like especially like i don't really need to see a poppy seed falling in slow motion that can that can, or a sesame yeah. seed i guess there there is a good hot dog moment i did i did actually oh, yeah. enjoy that when that mo moment started i'm like this is stupid and then when it so paid off I. i'm like the... oh okay i get it now I'm same same here because i that it was i'm like is this gonna be some dumb whatever but no that that was paid off well i'm like oh okay i get it he had some forethought you know i'm in on yep. this 
they do spend quite a lot of time in this movie getting the team like prepared and giving them each a motivation for why they'd be part of the team but doesn't quickly immediately then get them together i think that's something that might take some people time to get over it's like you're not getting the team together from scene one you're getting a very very slow build of why these people are coming together until mm -hmm. you're finally seeing them as a team at the end yeah for sure yeah, and I definitely, Maybe. yeah, I definitely like how they kind of each all had their own motivations. I don't want to say fully what they are. I mean, it basically kind of stayed from the Joss Whedon version, but I do like that it wasn't just like, oh, Dark Side bad, Steppenwolf bad, we're gonna fight him. I mean, obviously that was part of it, but they all kind of had their own little motivations inside of that that I liked. So, yeah, the the only one. Um... Like, if I were to cut some things, the only storyline of their kind of motivations and some of the backstory I didn't like as much as how it was executed was Aquaman's. Yeah. Um, even though I, like, generally, if you showed me that, I'm like, that's fine. But it didn't hit me like the other kind of setups. So yeah. if you're going to cut things from the beginning of the movie, I get his motivation. So you don't need to show as much yeah. as they did. But it still worked. I still liked it. Yeah, I feel like part of the problem with that is, like, half of those motivations were like set up for aquaman and it's like well that movie already came out so like i really yeah. don't need and to they, see this they retconned a couple things that like yeah. they did they because this movie didn't exist they changed a little bit of how you know aquaman's may say his parents and stuff they yeah, even though movie. people like to say that aquaman is canon with the center cut you can tell when you watch it that it might not be it's just certain yeah. especially the tone of the character that aquaman's probably the character that shifts the most in terms of tone compared to between the two movies yeah. like you don't really get the surfer bro, cool guy Aquaman that we're used to seeing from the Aquaman movie yeah. and the Justice cut. He's a much I mean, more has a, character here. Mera has a whole different wig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mera's practically a different character. There's a lot of Aquaman well, crossover. That there, there's, a there's a character in this movie that they mention is dead, but are in the Aquaman movie and things like that. And like yeah. so, little things like that, that clearly that wasn't, they, they changed their mind after, you know, they didn't release this version. And Willem Dafoe looked completely different. Well, he didn't have his man bun, yeah, basically. Yeah, because they're like, we he... don't know how to do his hair underwater, so he has a man bun. And then, in like the, he's just never underwater in Justice League, so he just can have his long hair the whole time. Yeah, I'm surprised there's not more scenes like that. I was surprised how well this holds together as a movie and doesn't have a bunch of like seams showing where it ends and begins. I know there's some stuff towards the end that I clearly thought like, okay, that wasn't gonna be there until you release it at this version, probably, but. There's things, there's not very many seams or very many bad effects that you'd say, okay, they made that not like five years later or something like that. Yeah, Ben Affleck didn't look as fat and bloated in some scenes. You know, he could definitely no. tell he had been to rehab in some of these scenes. Well, because that's, yeah, because he didn't, I think the only real scene that he reshot, that Ben Affleck reshot for this movie comes in the epilogue. Yeah. Um, and he looks really good. He actually looks skinnier and healthier than he did shooting the original Justice League. Yeah. Um, Bring him back for a TV show. Let's restore the yeah. universe after yeah. this movie. That's my thought. Like after watching it, is like keep doing your like random one-off movies. You know, we got uh, like I mean I assume Matt Reeves' Batman is going to be at least a trilogy or something. You might have like spin-offs within it, like a Catwoman movie or something. I don't know. But still, just do your one-off movies, but move the entire uh, Snyder verse to HBO Max and just do like mini series, like that. 40, I would love that. Like the forty million dollar Deathstroke, uh, 
movie that Warner Brothers decided not to do. Just make that like a three-part, four-part, whatever miniseries directed by... I mean, it was supposed to be a Gareth Evans $40 million Deathstroke movie starring Joe Manganiello. And Warner Brothers, after greenlighting it, decided not to do it, which makes no sense. Just move it as a miniseries to HBO Max. Right. It'd be Johnny. And... It would make all of the rest of the Snyderverse worth it to Johnny if that happened. Oh, for sure. He would He would be all over that. Um, that is one of... Yeah, I think that's the good, a good feature for this, because you can tell from this four-hour cut, like, they work well with long periods of time, I guess. <laughs> I think these could be cool. Like, oh, here's a Zack Snyder six-hour miniseries on Superman or something like that, and yeah. you can just give people one-off things like that and still have that one-off kind of structure. Something like Disney's doing for Marvel, like, oh, here's WandaVision, but here's you know, Cyborg and Aquaman. I think people at this point are adept enough and, like, like the casual fans are more, like, adept enough and aware enough that if you have one Batman on um, HBO Max and then, like, you have Robert Pattinson Batman in theaters, people aren't going to assume they're the same Batman. Like, I'm watching Superman and Lois on CW right now. No one's thinking, like, Oh, this is what the like Henry Cavill Superman is gonna like grow up to right. be. This Superman is everyone's just yeah. it's two different or, Supermen. Or even the Flash and that yeah. because for a while they were saying with the CW shows anything on CW can't be in the movies or vice yeah. versa, and they're like, well, never mind. Yeah, they had a whole like Suicide Suicide Squad arc that they cut like right in the middle of. Cut short. Yeah, like Arrow was gonna join the Suicide Squad, and then Suicide Squad got announced, and that whole arc just went away. Yeah, and they killed off like. Uh, their version of Deathshot or Deathstroke or yeah. Deadshot. I mean, when just because because they were going to use him in Suicide Squad, and same with what they did with Deathstroke because they had plans for him and they cut him from appearing for a while, even though he was the best Arrow villain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. We did see in uh, Crisis of Infinite Earths uh, last year, or the year before, that Ezra Miller's Flash is canon with the CW Flash. Now there was a crossover there. Yeah, uh, yeah, so but... I wonder if we'll see in the future. In the I, Flash I will say the, the multiverse crossover. is mentioned in this movie yeah. at some point. I won't give any context, but it's it's that. spoken. So, um, uh, there's it's a couple, but the it's in the epilogue oh, for okay. sure. Uh, but that's the part I like, tuned out because that's the if I if you were like Joe, you have to cut 15 minutes out of that movie. I'm like, oh, epilogue's gone. Yeah, fuck that. Epilogue. Well, the I epilogue, it... yeah, that's set up, and it's stuff that it's like it's here i made it so and they definitely like like it, it's well known that he didn't originally have the joker in his version and that's part of the reshoots and stuff yeah. like that and so there's things in this movie that weren't going to be in it or they're just setting up because he thought it was cool and it's like yeah. that works it's fine but it's yeah. not really part of a structural movie and we saw the post credit scene from the justice league of uh lex luther on the boat that comes back at so it turns out yeah. at least Different. partially a Zack Snyder's shoot that's towards the end of the movie and I think there's scenes like that where you think okay this maybe it came out in a theater this would have been like a three hour movie with a couple of post credit scenes but yep. since it's the Snyder cut he just said oh fuck it I'm going to put out the whole four hour cut of everything I ever yeah. shot and I would love to see I think Joe brought it up before like what would his actual movie be like like if this came out back in the day when it was supposed to come out and he had like okay you got like three hours we're going to max you out at three hours what do you put out it could have been very interesting to see just the, the direction the DCEU could have gone after that and how people would have responded to it without the context of what a bad Justice League movie is. I wonder if that bad movie coming out made people kind of surprised to see how good this one was. It just would have been very a fascinating what if to change that that history. I'm also curious too because like this was originally supposed to be like a four part miniseries, 
and then they mm-hmm. like looked at the contracts and they're like well technically we have to release this as a movie or something like that so part of me wonders if and then it's like because at that point they had already told people it was going to be like four hours long so i wonder if they knew from the beginning it was going to be a three hour like straight movie released on hbo max if Zack snyder even still would have just cut it down to like three hours yeah. but because it's he like well have. we've already told people it's going to be four hours so we don't really want to cut it down to like 315 so we're just kind of stuck with this long ass version right which i mean i thought that would be a big problem for me like it is for you joe and for whatever reason yeah. this movie flows really well yeah. for me and even the moments that i feel like they could cut i enjoyed i'm like i would i would rather see these and experience a four-hour movie than have it cut down to be a more like streamlined version but that that might be the preference of like the theatrical versions of lord yeah. of the rings versus the extended yeah. cuts where yeah. both work well and i think a three-hour version of this would work really well but you just get some extra character yeah. beats and motivations and and like moments yeah unless aquaman taking a shirt off going into the water but then every time we yeah. see him in the water he has a shirt on so it makes no goddamn sense <laughs> Yeah, there's little things like that that are definitely like, yeah, give it like a pass, It's never whatever. like a continuity error where you see him like take off a shirt and then go in the water and then he's swimming with a shirt on. It's just always like, like he goes into yeah. the water, takes off his shirt, and then every, but every time you see him in the water, like even three months later, it's like he's not, or he's wearing a shirt. He, and he has his underwater clothes that he goes to find under oh. a rock somewhere. He just, <laughs> okay. yeah. He has like different like suits stashed under like different corals. Yeah, he's, he's got like, like a clearly this orange there and some like second ship filled with clothes. Yeah. yeah, he's like this orange sweater is going to be too clingy when I'm in the water, so I need my water suit. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to delve too much into it because I don't want like obviously this is spoiler free. But there is something in Man of Steel that I thought since I saw Man of Steel. I know what you're doing. Yeah. And then there was another thing that was in Man of Steel where everyone had assumed Aquaman was the one that saved him from the whales. Or, like, mm-hmm. he was not from the whales, but, like, the whales were swimming yeah. by, and then he got, like, lifted up. I thought, like, there was this, there were, I was just kind of hoping that they would be like, oh, yeah, I was the one that saved Superman. Like, I, like I've seen him before. Like, maybe when they got face-to-face, he, re, like, he never put two and two together that Superman's the guy that he saved in the water. And, like, once he saw him up, up close face-to-face, he's like, oh, I've, like, saved this guy before. But that never happened. So, I guess Superman just floated. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with that. That yeah, that would have been a cool thing, but I, that's something. I feel like it would have been maybe forced unless it was like, unless he did recognize him, yeah. then it would be something that you could have yeah. like a conversation about, like, oh, I did see him once before, yeah, or whatever. But yeah, that uh, would have been a spoiler, but yeah. So we've been at this for like forty minutes. Uh, anyone have any like more big? Bo- One question I was going to ask everybody is, who was your MVP? of the Snyder Cut, like, character-wise? Because I feel like pretty much everyone is going to say the same character, but... Yeah, I mean, it's Cyborg's the obvious yeah, go-to. Cyborg. But, um... Yeah, I think Cyborg's a good go-to. I'd make a case for Wonder Woman. I think the Wonder Woman we got here is a significantly better Wonder Woman than the one we got in the Justice League. I think there's some weird shots you can tell. If you go back and watch, I did some, like, side-by-side looking up of scenes from this compared to the, the Justice Cut, and... There's scenes where he literally reshot it just so you can get like one more shot of Gagado's butt in this one scene to make it more yeah. sex appeal. Or there's a couple of scenes where Wonder Woman and Bruce uh, have these fight scenes in, in the original cut where the chemistry is very off. And I think Wonder Woman's character is very consistent between 
BVS between Wonder Woman and between this, I think it's a very consistent character. So I think if you're looking for more of mm-hmm. what you got from Wonder Woman in that movie, you check out this one because it's very much a continuous character between those two movies. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I'd say, like, Cyborg is my answer for MVP, but my, like, runner-up, kind of like a, you said Wonder Woman, is Alfred. I was going to say Alfred, I love Jeremy. Too. Jeremy Irons' Alfred is amazing. They nailed his relationship with Bruce. Yeah, there was one um, line in there that, I mean, yeah. it's not really that big of a spoiler, but when, like, the rest of the Justice League meets Alfred for the first, I mean, I think Wonder Woman yep. had already met him, but, like, Aquaman, Flash, and Cyborg are meeting for the first time, and they're just like, yep. yeah, I work for him, and I'm just like... I know. And, like... I feel like it especially worked for their dynamic in this movie for Bruce to say he works for Alfred just because it's kind of the dynamic that they do have. Yeah, and and I really there's a there's a moment uh, where Alfred is with Wonder Woman, which isn't that much of a spoiler, but there's a moment where they're do, trying to do where she's trying to do something that I thought thought was really funny and really well done for yeah. Alfred as a character. Yeah. Yeah, Alfred was like he was like almost like the Nick Fury of this of just like the guy that's kind of there mm-hmm. that kind of helps yeah. and it even more makes me like the one the one if i could make any change to batman v superman like the overall plot because i felt like joe uh lex luther's plot was too convoluted that it's basically yeah. batman is going to fight superman and alfred's like you're going to die so instead of lex luther being the one that finds all the metahumans it's Alfred was trying to find metahumans to help Batman fight Superman so Batman didn't die. So he's the one that came up with their logos and found them all. And I felt like with how uh, Justice League was, I think it would have worked better to me if Alfred had been the one that had like found them all. Just with yeah, the I would have liked that. Everything. Give me more Jeremy Irons as Alfred. I yeah. thought that I think that's really good. And because there's there's a moment um, walking off an airplane. Uh, with the, with Bruce and and Alfred that I think is a really good conversation that's funny but it's not a joke it's like it's a true line yeah um something about you know recruiting and not to get to the line exactly but I, that that's really yeah. just the dialogue between them I really liked there's a scene with Bruce and Alfred that I wanted to point out too where they're on the airplane it's one where it starts out with Bruce is shaving and they have this kind of conversation about his relationship with Diana and their kind of plans for it and. You can see just in between these two versions, you can see where Joss Whedon was like, okay, pause here, let's reshoot, and then come back. And there's like a couple of lines where you can tell in the original cut, they were like, okay, let's give Bruce a quip here because he's not that funny. So we have Alfred give him a line, then it cuts to Bruce giving a quip. But then in this version, of course, the quip's not there, so it just flows a lot better, and you can take Alfred's relationship more seriously with, with yeah. Bruce Wayne. And I just, you can tell in that scene just the difference between these two versions of the movie. Yep, yeah. for sure. And I definitely like the relationship between Bruce and Diana in this movie where it's like platonic, but you could also kind of see a hint towards like, it's not necessarily not romantic. Like I felt like it kind of skimmed both ways of like, there was like a platonic friendship respect, but there was also like a little bit like when they both, there's a scene where they both like grab a computer mouse and like, they kind of like, yeah, I, that whole relationship I think changed a lot and was way better in this movie because they made them just apparently it was all Joss Whedon that made them very confrontational with each other mm-hmm. um and where Bruce kind of throws Steve Trevor in her face and things like that um in the old one and that's non-existent here um and I I just found that a lot more one true to their characters that that we know mm-hmm. from the comics or cartoons or anything like that but just uh, I liked that better than them you know at odds with each other for sure yeah 
She has a lot of really cool moments too. I like that this movie gives each character a lot of individual moments. And I think what we, my problem, my biggest problem with the ending of the original movie, I'm not going to talk spoilers about this one, but I'll talk a little bit about the ending of that one is that we have this big kind of glowing red finale in this Russian town and all the characters are in their own places doing their own things. And then they kind of come together at the end. But for this, I think it really enforced even in the action, why these characters need to fight together to win, why they can't win separately, and why like we need a Justice League, why we can't just have Superman. Yeah, yeah I think because... when you see them fight together, they're very coordinated with their powers. They're all kind of working in unison, so you really see them fighting as a team together. I really like that a lot. Yeah, the third act and the other one was basically, if, if Superman shows up at all, we win. And in this one, he shows up in a different way, and it, it's just played out a lot differently where you give a lot more characters things to do instead of Superman shows up, beats Steppenwolf. Yeah. That's it. Like, you know. Yeah, it would have helped if they had what I refer to as uh, the Yoda of this movie, because if you watch Empire Strikes Back, uh, Luke goes off to fight Darth Vader, and Yoda's just like, I'm going to watch. I'm going to just not help. Yeah. I'm going to just sit here on Dagobah. And this movie definitely has a Yoda that's just like, yeah, I'm not going to help, even though I definitely could. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I'll say about that. The, and there's there's that, a that's another problem I have with this movie is that there's there's just someone that could help, and it's like nah. We'll nah. talk about that person when we get yeah, to that, this spoiler review. I didn't I want have... to bring that one up at all because I have some thoughts, but uh, we'll see. Uh, I just hinted story. at it. We have zero yeah, viewers guys... now, so we're not really spoiling it for anybody. But yeah, I will say but... if you guys have been following the campaign, like you've been following Zack Snyder's Barrow account, you've been watching every trailer and every post and every rumor, you got a lot of what this movie's going to give to you like you're not going to walk away with tons of surprises so at this point if you followed all of that you're getting what you wanted and what we asked for we've been waiting for but also at the cost of us kind of already knowing what was coming so i think if you if you followed that for all this time you're kind of stabbing yourself with your own sword but it was a yeah. fun journey so even if i'm seeing stuff that i knew was kind of coming it was just exciting to see it happen yeah, yeah and i'm happy i did not follow that very closely like just because I liked it so much, and a lot of it was new to me, other than the scenes that were in the original. So, yeah, like me and Tristan both know someone who's like been super invested in this whole thing, and it's like been all about the Zack Snyder cut. So, like that's mostly how I've learned about about it. But I've kind of just been ignoring everything outside of that, just because no, number one, I really didn't care. Like if if we were like two months out, and Zack Snyder was like, "Hey, so." Uh, HBO accidentally deleted all the footage, so just sure. Snyder cuts doesn't gonna happen. I'd be like yeah. bummed for like twenty minutes, and then I'd just be like, whatever. Yeah, That's what I would have thought too. Locked in a hospital and, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I would have felt felt that way too, not knowing that I would have liked it as much as I did. Yeah. Well, at least I never have to watch Justice League again. Not that I was ever yep. going to, but now I really don't have to. It'd be interesting to watch it. It almost feels like this Cliff Notes version of this, like you're getting the story beats, but not presented with any of the nuance or any of the interesting parts of it. So it almost is like you could watch this and be like, okay, I can just watch the Justice League and pretend all that stuff is in there. Yeah. <laughs> it almost works. It's like but, you're watching yeah, it on fast forward. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to go go back and watch that cut anytime soon. In the same way, I don't watch the theatrical cut of BVS. It's like, you have a better version of the movie there, and it's sure it's longer, but just like set the time aside and watch it when you want to. And like we said, it's in chapters, so if I want to break it up, I can break it up. But it was definitely worth the ride, worth the four hours, worth the just the thrill of getting there. All right. I know, Bobby, you said you got to leave soon. Uh... Yeah, pretty soon. I mean, uh, uh, you know, I think we've pretty much covered a lot of what we. Yeah, I was just going to ask if anyone had any final things they wanted to say and what, like, 
what they would give this movie out of 10. So I, I know where I'm at on this movie out of 10. But Tristan, do you got any final thoughts or what you would rate this? I'm movie? so glad that it came out. I was excited to watch it, whether it was bad or great. It would have been just fascinating to see this like unimaginable, unimaginable project happen after so many years of thinking it was a meme. The Snyder Cut actually came out and it actually happened to be great. So I'm just walking away happy with it. I'm walking away pleased. I'm excited to go back and watch it again. I'm excited to talk spoilers with you guys. I think the spoilers are where we're going to come to a lot of our disagreements and certain choices made. But I'm excited to watch that. I'm excited to watch the Snyder Cut over and over and over again. I'd probably give it like an 8.5 out of 10. It's up there with me right around the Watchmen level. Yeah. And it's so obviously i love this movie uh it's weird to rank this and say like like compare it to other you know say like the godfather or other things that are like masterpieces of cinema but on a scale of you know just enjoyment level and how much i really liked it and the epicness and scale of this i'm gonna give it a nine um out of ten i love this it's my favorite i think it is it it is past man of steel as my favorite dceu movie personally um so yeah, that's uh, that's where I'm at. Yeah, I thought this. I'm so movie, happy this is happening. I thought this movie was enjoyable. I thought it was a little long, like I said throughout. Uh, I'm a little bit lower than Take they a are. Take a pee break, Joe. Get over it. <laughs> I thought it was a little low. You know, I'm a little lower on it than they are, and I I gave it around like six seven five six point seven five out of ten. That's where I'm at. You know, I felt like it was just gonna kind of cut out a lot of the fluff. Maybe Joss Whedon isn't as his version isn't as bad as we thought because at least he got his down to like two hours but two hours wasn't enough you know somewhere in between somewhere between two and four all right so we're we're i mean not not all over the board but it's nice to have some different opinions i'd be curious to see where our other uh member of our our johnny's gonna come in with like i didn't even finish it it was so trash yeah Yeah. i watched chapter one what are these chapters i'm turning this off pretentious yeah this isn't a book i don't want to read who read (laughs) i didn't see the whole picture so i turned it off like i thought the first title was dumb so i stopped watching (laughs) i said said batman and i was like yeah that's ben affleck that's not batman so i turned it off Mm -hmm. but yeah all right uh you know thanks for watching uh i think it's not gonna be too long before we're back with a review of episode one of the falcon and winter soldier so thanks for watching have a nice day